Why, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Curious John Podcast. I'm unsure of the episode that we're on, but we digress and stay on point. So, told you guys a couple of podcasts ago that I would start with some short intros, telling you guys what's going on and how I'm doing and all this other shenanigans and doing well. Came back from a little little vacay, not really a vacay, it's like two days away. Uh, I tend to recharge with, you know, oceans because I'm a water sign. And so it was nice just to kind of get away, to forcefully put myself in a position where I am not going to work. Because for me, for me, work isn't just... Like, hey, my, you know, normal job where I get a paycheck, right? It is everything else I do in addition to that. So if it isn't the job, it's my focus on my hobbies, which whether it's the woodworking or whether it's I'm trying to build something or create something, whether in the greater scheme of things, hard to describe because my brain will go different places with creativity, that includes the podcast, by the way. And then it's also all my extracurriculars I do have to do in addition to that, which is, you know, school and and the maintenance of my normal house stuff, right? That doesn't go away. In addition to spending time with friends and family and my puppies. And so it all adds up and there's a lot on my plate, right? But so that means that whenever I get a chance, a spare moment to do something that I can have, I can do, and I have time to do, I typically jump on that. So what that typically means is that any given time of the day, I'm going from one task to the next. I've often talked about my list of my to-do list, right? My little little mini little notepad thing that I write all my tasks and, and things I have to do, which includes, you know, groceries and cutting the grass and picking up this thing from this store and going to this store and picking up this thing and shipping a package and doing all this other stuff, right? So because there's always so much on the proverbial plate, I'm always running around. And and, and that's no, that's no, uh, I was going to say hypertrophy. That's not the right word. Hyperbole. That is legitimate constant one after the other like i can go and get up and and, and even a day i'm off from my proverbial job and i can be busy from the moment i get up non-stop to the moment i lay down and that is my routine for probably a few years now so when some of y'all are like man i can't get nothing done i don't have enough time in the day i'm like well, what are you doing with your day i digress i could take a day off here at my place and try to do nothing, but it's not going to happen. I still have things to do and my brain will be too focused on what I should be doing. And then you get into this weird reoccurring cycle of like, Oh, I should have done more with my time. Oh, I wasn't efficient. Oh, I didn't do good. And that's like self-deprecating and punishing in a way that doesn't really benefit you psychologically. I forced myself <laughs> had an inner battle with myself to get out of town and in doing so it takes me away from all my stuff my 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 responsibilities my duties my tools that allow me to create things and in doing so 
I am left to my own devices, which is usually my brain. I did take this recorder that I'm using now, and I did manage to record an episode which which you've already listened to. And it was nice to just get away and recharge a little bit. Did I recharge the way I would like to recharge um, with a longer time off and maybe doing more extracurricular mix of, of fun, new experiences, uh, of visually edifying um things no like for for i think for creative people and i can't speak too broadly when i say this like there is something and i think in human nature really it it applies to as well when you get out of your normal surroundings and you go see something spectacular beautiful in a way right when when you go and see a a sunset in a beach or if you go see a crazy mountain thing or you're in the middle of the forest there's something primal that that recenters you Whatever, whether or not you want to talk about that being energy, whether you want to talk about that being, you know, mana, whatever you want to call it, spirit, whatever you want to call it, there's there's something to it. I will never pretend to know what that is, but there seems to be something to it. But to be back on topic, um, I took a, I took a few days off, not many, two two days, three days really, and I just kind of went and got lost, explored, went to the beach, had a, a nice some, some nice sunsets. And um, it was nice. It was a good change of pace. And then you get back and you get this urgency of like, let's get running and start running again. And it's totally doable. And I'll get to it again. Um, I won't lose momentum because perspective and my focus is ever close to my heart. And we've talked about that in a previous episode. Go check out perspective. But that's where I am. That's what I'm doing. Getting ready to re-grind and as I kind of sit here, I have a couple of podcasts in the books, if you will, in the chamber. How about that? I like that one better. And by now, you would have listened to all those. And I'm hoping that I'm a few more in the chamber, if you will, so that I can consistently keep you folks, the ones that care, on a weekly drop. But that's my update. That's my quick little what's going on with me. It feels like a big enough change where I can comfortably talk about what's different versus just saying, I'm grinding. That's all I'm doing. I'm grinding, you know? So that's my update. I hope today's episode is fun and entertaining. Um, You let me know whether or not you enjoyed it. Send me a DM via Curious John. Oh, hold on. Via Life Generalist because Curious John is a product of Life Generalist. Send me a DM on life, L-I-F-E, generalist. Let me know what you think. Today is going to be a, a short one, but an interesting one. Talk to you soon. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to podcast episode, I'm going to guess 55, 54, something like that. As I talked about probably on the intro, I just came back. Oh, that's some good coffee. That's real good coffee. Shouldn't be drinking coffee this late at night. But as I got, as I talked about probably on the intro, I came back from a little trip. And so part of traveling, part of the shitty parts of traveling, apart from dealing with people and rushing and times and whatever, some of the negative parts of traveling is that you always come back to a ton of laundry. I don't know about you folks, especially if you have little ones and 
you have a family, you travel, you're coming back with like ton of laundry, ton of laundry. So I'm like sitting here doing my laundry, trying to maximize my time because that's me. That's my definition of 2023 so far is me maximizing and squeezing every minute minute I can to optimize the things I got to get done. But I'm not really sure if that was a brag or if that was uh, complaining. I'm going to figure that one out later. But anyways, I'm doing laundry. And I'm sitting in the laundry room, so excuse. I'm in the laundry room now. So excuse any additional noise you might hear. But I'm sitting in the laundry room, and some of you that do or don't know, I'm going to be in here just for the ambiance of the, of, the, of the dryer noise. Can you guys hear this? Anyways, I'm sitting here in my laundry room, and... As I was putting stuff away into the dryer and turning it on and doing the little beepity beep and boopity boops, pressing the buttons, I kind of turned around. And one thing I don't do enough, to be honest, I do not take time to really enjoy the things I've created over the years. Some of you are nodding your head right now. I do not do a good job of enjoying things because to me it's I'm on to the next one and and for a lot of those projects they're jumping off points to the next one right for those of you that follow Sunday League the podcast I created like a little backlit panel for them well that was a, a small education course towards the other light up panel I did for myself later on a few years later and for other projects that I'll likely show you in the future, right? These are all education. They're all, you go to school in the first one and everything else gets brought up and bumped up and improved as we continue. So some of you recent followers likely remember my kitchen remodel. But the re kitchen remodel is an example of that, same ex of that same technique. The kitchen was only started after I had the concepts and implementations of creating cabinetry, whether it was the complexity of those doors, which are doors that you don't ever see anywhere. They're mitered at 45 degrees in the corners. You don't see doors like that. And if you see it, they're typically fake miters. They're not real. The reason why they don't do that is because it's far more labor intensive to do make doors like that when they're really mitered. And people have this philosophy about whether or not there's strength in that joint. I reinforce them. Don't give me too much hassle. We can get into the details if you want via DM. But anyways, I digress. But the first implementation of wanting to do my kitchen, I knew I wasn't just going to jump into the kitchen, especially with my limited, limited woodworking experience. So what I did initially, for those of you that don't remember, is I created this little cabinet inside my bathroom. I'm sorry, inside my, my laundry room. There's this little nook that was just there that had pipes coming out of it, who God knows for what, I have no idea to this day, but I wanted to cover up the nasty pipes, not nasty, but just the, the, the not beautiful pipes, how about that? And I wanted to give myself more storage, and also it was just a sheer excuse to learn about cabinetry, to learn about what makes a cabinet carcass, how do you create a top, how do you create cabinet, the, the doors themselves, and it's a crazy educational experience. And I look back on those pictures and I take a lot of pictures about my, pro uh, my projects. I take a lot of pictures because for me, it's great to look back on those because there are feelings involved with those pictures. I'll look at the photos sometimes and I'm like, oh, I would not want to do that again. <laughs> 
and, and and that's just because it was so challenging and the emotions that went through then were anxiety filled knowing if i could pull it off right because oftentimes with a lot of artistic projects and and maybe just specifically woodworking i can't speak to every sort of artistic endeavor there are these feelings in the beginning where you're like oh this is not good this is not good this is worse this is getting worse and then all of a sudden it's like okay it's getting better it's getting better oh okay it looks good i like it that's usually the process so if you're a person that tends to quit very quickly on your endeavors you have to get back that past that hump you have to get past that hump it's part of the process of of creating of creating creative things you have to be willing to get past that hump so be patient if you're one of those people that quits traditionally fast to things but anyways back to topic stay on topic curious john stay on topic so as i'm sitting here in my laundry room i'm like looking at all the stuff i built right the doors have now a different technique to them versus the ones i did in my kitchen same look but just different implementation i look at the kind of pseudo plywood top that I made with this thick front veneer. I look at the thickness of these doors in comparison to like the ones that I did in the kitchen. They're far thicker, almost even double the thickness. Surprisingly, not any more heavier. And then I also look at, you know, this is where I learned about hinges. What, what, how to install hinges, what to look for, the, the cup size versus the overlay size. I mean, that's where I started learning about inset hinges and, and overlay hinges. I mean, I, this was a tremendous education on finishing, on, on implementing, on, on just getting away with the fact that walls aren't straight. The reason why most houses have textured walls is because if the texture wasn't there, you would really see how uneven walls typically are. So I did the ghetto thing of like filling in some of the gaps with like, like caulk, right? Which is not the way to do it. You'd want to sit there and scribe so it fits perfectly, which is a, te a technique I learned after this because I didn't know about it. And so I, I, in addition to that, I did like a floating shelf. If you don't know what that is, it's basically like a shelf that looks like it's just coming out of the wall. There's no bracketry that holds it. Like it literally looks like it's just coming out of the wall and drywall was installed around it. Maybe I should post some pictures of this. But anyways, I digress. And I'm just looking at some of these imperfections, right? I see some parts where I definitely know what I did wrong. I look at them and that's the first thing that comes out because I am a half glass positive person. I, I sometimes have to look at the negatives in order to motivate me to push into the positives. That's how I do things. But I know what I did wrong now, you know, years later into this, into this hobby. And I know what I did wrong now. And most people really won't notice, won't really care. And, and I, as I look at this floating shelf, it's compiled of, of multiple pieces that are just kind of glued together to make it look like one seamless hunk of wood, which is not. And as I look at the edges where I know this is a, a piece that was filled in here with another piece of wood, like as I look at it, I'm actually kind of surprised and I'm not one to give myself a pat on the back. I'm quite the opposite. I, I half glass positive person. So I'm more likely to talk shit about myself to motivate me, but I'm not mad at this. <laughs> I'm looking at this and there's no gaps. I learned a technique at that time to kind of help push the gaps together which works perfectly. Like I have to really, really, really stare at this and even then 
I can maybe find some areas that aren't perfect, but man, you'd have to be crazy to do this kind of analyzing if you are not in this trade. And it's fascinated me because I look at this and it's something that I had no right to try to tackle. This is a project that I had no right to try to continue to do because like it, it was far beyond my skill set. It was far beyond my skill set. If you would have told me like, yeah, man, you got to build this, I'll give you a few weeks, I would have been like, what? What are you even talking about? This is beyond my skill set. And here it is, built, installed. It is been here for over a year at least, at least, probably two. And it is still holding up. There's really no scuffs. I've been using this top, putting stuff on it. There's stuff on it now. There's little containers of like, of detergent and whatever. They get slid on it. I mean, I cannot urge to you the complexity of this project alone. This had to have a, a fine finish to it. It had to look like it was made like a professional made item, like, like your kitchen cabinets would be. That, that has many implications, especially when you're talking about a unique door design that isn't typically found. I couldn't find any techniques on how to do it. I had to figure this one out. I had to implement hinge technology. I had to implement building carcasses. I have to implement building a top. I had to implement hinges and finishing, which is a whole nother beast. Finishing woodworking projects is a whole other beast. The techniques, the materials. I mean, it's a whole nother ball game and it is freaking here. And so some of you are probably thinking like, what are we doing here? Are we just giving you a pat in the back? No, no, we're not giving me a pat in the back. The thing I want to instill on you, when I said the words earlier, I had no right to try to try to do this. I had no, no right to try to attempt this. Sometimes in life, you have to just jump into the deep end. You have to. The fear of the project, the fear of the career move, the fear of the possibilities of what's going to happen in life, that fear is going to take away from your ability to do it. You have to get, forget the fear and just jump into the deep end. If I would have questioned my skills, if I would have questioned my abilities to pull this off, I would have hesitated. And this thing probably wouldn't be as good because when you hesitate, you make mistakes, mistakes you can't take back. Yeah, I could rebuild it, I suppose. But the point is that in life, this is an analogy for life. I told you I had no right to be, to, to, to take this project on. I had no, no skill set to do it. But I took my time. I implemented a tremendous amount of research and I thought through my plans. I thought through what the execution was going to be like throughout the process. And I researched some more and then I planned some more in my head. And then I went to start a building. And then I probably did some research in between that because this wasn't built in one weekend. And so what my thought, my tip, my suggestion to you is simply this. Whatever it is that you're holding back on doing, whether it's going to school, whether it's taking uh, the, that new position at work, whether it's 
you choosing to, to maybe get physically fit or maybe work on your diet or try to get rid of some medications you're taking. Like, whatever it is, be smart about it. Plan ahead. Plan about how you're going to successfully do this. There's this thing called SMART planning. Google that. SMART is an acronym for something. You can look it up. But there's SMART planning. So plan, have a SMART plan in place. And then once you've thought it through and you've made this decision that it was going to be a good decision for you to do what you're trying to do, just jump. Jump into the deep end because that's all you can do sometimes. And as I look at this project, as I look at this thing that I've built with my own two hands and only with my own intelligence and, and, and sheer determination at times, I can't help but to smile at the fact that I got this done. And then when you look back at those memories, although sometimes a little anxiety filled, right? As I mentioned before myself, man, those memories are fond. Those memories are incredibly fond because those are the things you'll remember in life. When I'm old, hopefully, if I make it that way, when I'm old and I'm sitting there on my couch thinking through some of these projects or maybe even going through my folder of project pictures on my phone, if phones are still a thing then, maybe we're just beating things into our brain. If I look through those images, those are the things I'll have a smile at and I'll just laugh at myself like, I was so stupid, but hey, I got it done. You know, and that's life sometimes. Sometimes you have to just jump into the deep end, give it a little bit of thought, make sure it's the right choice, but just say, fuck it. It's time to jump and go. That's it, ladies and gents. We'll talk next week.